0: Listen here, listen here. Listen here. Ghana, Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international, sports, and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. Good morning, and welcome to the Daybreak News here on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this morning, NPP's Ernest Yao and Nim secures landslide victory in Kumawu by-election. Fair wages and salaries commission justifies decision to block allowance of GBC staff. Free senior high school listing to IMF give our future leaders quality education. Minority to government and pharmacy council seeks injunction to prevent Joy News from showing drugstore license for sale documentary. This business pots and showbiz is coming in this morning's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now let's settle for the details. Atnes Yao Enim, the new Patriotic Party's parliamentary candidate for the Kumewu Bay election as a major victorious in Tuesday's polls. At the end of the by-election on May 23, 2023, Mr. Enim pulled 15,264 votes to beat the National Democratic Congress candidate Kwesi Amankwa and two independent candidates, both of whom are called Kwekudia. The NDC's Kwecia Mankwa garnered 3,723 votes, while Kwekudia 1 had 2,478 votes, with the other Kwekudia managing a paltry 62 votes. The Electoral Commission organized the election following the passing of the Member of Parliament of Kumewu, Philip Basso, on March 28. The election was fraught with accusations of vote buying and an already signed pink sheet at a polling center although the electoral commission described the document as fake a few hours before the declaration of official results the deputy general secretary of the ndc mustafa Bande accused the government of massive vote buying he alleged that some voters were asked to take photos of their ballot showing that they voted for the NPP candidate in exchange for an amount ranging between 50 Ghana cities and 100 Ghana cities. All the candidates in the race were optimistic about winning, but Mr Anin won at the end of the polls. Now the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission FWSC has justified its decision to block the payment allowance to some staff of the Ghana Broadcasting Corporation GBC. The commission insisted that the over two million Ghana studies paid as allowance to staff of the state broadcaster must be refunded. Management of GBC had petitioned the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission not to cease the payment of the allowance until a final determination of the matter was reached. But the CEO of the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission, Benjamin Atta, says the Commission would do what it is right after the Commission had earlier written to officials of GBC notifying them of the current decision. Staff of the GBC Corporation has threatened to embark on a series of industrial action if the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission does not reinstate their allowance. Samuel will not. Kevaux, the divisional union chairman of GBC on Tuesday, urged the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission to reverse its decision to withdraw allowances for the staff or face their consequences. Now, in other stories, the minority in parliament has called on government to pay heed to the advice of International Monetary Fund on reviewing the implementation of the free senior high school policy. In a statement released on May 23, the minority stated that the concerns by the IMF had already been raised by many in the country, including the opposition NDC, but the government has remained adamant. According to them, they cautioned the government to hasten slowly to allow for a proper rollout of the policy and later called for a review, but their concerns were misconstrued. The minority stated that the poor implementation of the free senior high school has not only affected senior high school education, but also led to the neglect of basic education in Ghana. This, they noted, has had a negative impact on the quality of education, having, we have observed the dwindling allocation of funds for basic education, but the government has been adamant in this direction. The minority NDC's position comes after IMF described the government's flagship free senior high school educational program as poorly targeted. The fund made these observations in its latest country reports on Ghana whose request for a $3 billion bailout is recently approved. The IMF also disclosed that Ghana spends close to 4% of its GDP on education with good results in terms of enrollment but poor learning outcomes. Key identified areas by the IMF which requires potential improvement in education spending includes strengthening primary education resource, better teacher training and a stronger performance-based funding practice. Meanwhile, the minority has called on the government to among other things release money to the heads of senior high schools to enable them to run their schools efficiently and make the needed changes to ensure quality education. Now in other stories, the pharmacy council has filed an application seeking to place an injunction on an upcoming hotline documentary titled, Drugstore License for Sale. The documentary cites the alleged issuance of an over-the-counter license without due processes. The documentary by freelance investigative journalist Akwesi Quarantine was scheduled to be aired Monday, May 23rd on Joy News Channel drugstore license for sale reveals how some officials of the pharmacy council and executives of the over-the-counter medicine sellers sidestepped due processes in the acquisition of a license the exposure further shows how some officials demand as much as fifteen thousand with the promise of helping prospective clients secure over-the-counter license but the pharmacy council says the documentary would injure its reputation now in business governor of the central bank dr anna Addison says commercial banks in the country have been given september of this year to show proof of their recapitalization plan banks are expected to raise some 400 million cities to remain in business despite the negative effect of the domestic debt exchange program on their operations answering questions during the 112 monetary policy committee press conference in accra dr addison says the bank of ghana will follow up on the directive banks in ghana recorded after taxes losses amounting to 6.6 billion ghana cities in 2022 according to dr ernest addison this was largely due to the negative impact of the Domestic Debt Exchange Programme, DDEP. 23 banks operating in the country participated in the exercise. Dr. Addison said the 2022 audited financial statement of banks reflected the full impact of the DDEP and the challenging operating environment that prevailed in the year, said during the 112th Monetary Policy Committee presser most banks reported significant losses on the back of the mark to market valuation losses on their respective holdings in government of ghana bonds following the implementation of the ddep other losses were due to high impairment on loans and rising operating costs the industry posted before tax losses of 8 billion Ghana cities in 2022 compared with a profit of 7.4 billion Ghana cities recorded in 2021. Now in some sports this morning, the Black Matthias of Ghana From Tuesday, May 23, 2023, began camping at the Ghana Man Centre of Excellence at Pram Pram ahead of the Under-23 Africa Cup of Nations in June. The camp will starts with 22 local-based players who have been invited by the head coach, Ibrahim Tanko. The players named cut across the various divisions in Ghana, with a majority coming from the Bet Power Ghana Premier League. The final team will however be composed of foreign-based and local-based players with the likes of Ernest Nyama, Daniel Efriye-Banie, Abdel Fatao Isahaku and Emmanuel Yebua expected to be in the final squad for the tournament. Ghana has been put in Group A with the host nation Morocco, Guinea and Congo who are both debutants in the tournament. The tournament will start on June 24, 2023, and the top three will earn an automatic sport in the Paris 2024 Olympics. In showbiz, Ghanaian Dix jockey and event host Mekri Kwei has admonished event organizers to give MCs better remunerations. McCri said, just as it is done in other countries, People in Ghana who patronize the services of MCs should pay them well. This comes on the back of concerns by some MCs that event organizers usually treat them as ancillary and would want to give them a patent of their work. Meanwhile, Jerry Ajololo, another veteran MC in Ghana, has intimated that the work of MCs is lucrative ever noted that the payments for work done depends on the weight and value the host brings on board. According to Jerry, almost every MC travels along this trajectory every day. They made the submission while discussing the art and crafts of MC. And other speakers on the panel were Nathaniel Atto, Anita Eskin, and Kabute Okanse, and that's how we draw cuttings for the daybreak news on Ghana Talks Radio. Do log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us Ghana Talks Radio on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awentemi Akansukum, and I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good morning. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking in the nation. Ghana Talks Radio.